Today we have with us Jamari Peterson. I wanted to give a, a background on him. Jamari and I have been working together actually for a couple months. And so it's a great honor for me to introduce him to everyone. Currently, Jamari is the core strategist for the Snowball Network. Snowball is a community-led DAO creating financial tools on the Avalanche Network. Over, million, uh, over $10 million has been generated for Snowball users and $1 million in yearly revenue earned. Jamari has a significant experience in decentralized technology spaces. He built his first startup in 2017, which was called the Quantum Resistant Ledger. Under his leadership, they raised $4.1 million, leading to a $100 million plus valuation. He developed a collateral-free lending solution called the Digital Reserve and an innovative gaming mechanism for finite games. Uh, Jamari is a serial entrepreneur, academic, and public speaker. He brings a huge vision and a strong understanding of the uh, business landscape and an interdisciplinary technical background to the establishment of blockchain-related features. He's got a strong history and development of systems and process improvement as evidenced by his management of budgets over $18 million and 80-plus employees. Jamari has also facilitated and supported the raise of millions of dollars for social enterprises and nonprofit activities at the Oasis Project. He's a PhD candidate at Carnegie Mellon University in engineering and public policy with a focus on risk assessment and system design. And prior to Carnegie Mellon, he received his BS and MBA in strategy and logistics from Howard University. Jamari, thanks for being with us today to talk about liquid staking. Yes, it's good to be here. I enjoy hearing all those good things that I, I wrote about myself being said. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, uh, everyone in the Avalanche community is very familiar with Snowball. Can, can you go into um, what Snowball is launching with their liquid staking platform? Yes, no, absolutely. So Snowball... Um, was launched in March of 2021, and really early into our um, establishment, about the three months later, we saw the need for liquid staking on the Avalanche Network, and we actually had had a proposal, and that proposal um, led to the creation of, of Lava, which is a, a liquid staking solution um, for, for the Avalanche Network. Um, we, we were really excited about uh, the, the potential of, of these solutions to unlock more capital within the decentralized finance space um, and increasing the velocity of money and thus um, the value that people feel is accruing um, within the various uh, subnets and chains of Avalanche. And can, can you give new users who aren't familiar with liquid staking, can you give new users an idea of, of what the general uh, idea is? Yes, absolutely. So liquid staking, um, basically, um, as we know, these cryptocurrency networks require um, some means of generating consensus. And you also have various mechanisms, incentive mechanisms to help people to want to participate in that, um, determining how transactions should be ordered, uh, what transactions are valid, what's a double spend and whatnot. So um, we know on Bitcoin, they, they use proof of work and then they incentivize that by allowing you to mint new Bitcoin um, whenever you um, were able to mine a transaction. And proof of stake, like you're, you're um, at least on the Avalanche network, they're using a different consensus mechanism, but they want to incentivize people to validate the network. And part of that compensation comes um, in the form of being able to mint new, new Avox. And as you're doing that, to be a validator 
or, or to delegate your funds to that operation, you actually have to stake your funds for some period of time, two weeks to a year approximately. And when you stake those, those funds, you are basically making a commitment to the validation or to the support of the validation of the Avalanche network. But then that capital is now locked. That, that you took your, your working capital, your accessible liquid capital, and you now put it into this almost locked asset that, that you don't have, have access to it or are able to use. And, and we know that it gen generates some a return for you, approximately about 10% right now. Um, however, with liquid staking, it provides you the ability to be able to not only delegate or validate the network, but to also uh, mint essentially a receipt token or a derivative token that is equal to that value that you can then utilize inside the ecosystem because it represents what's being staked, right? And then you can now increase the, 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 the utilization of that value um, while you're still waiting for the yield to generate from, from your validating or from your delegation. And what that allows you to do is you can now generate potentially more, more income, more, more interest, more opportunities than actually just taking the opportunity cost of um, locking up of your funds for an extended period of time. And on, the longer you lock up, actually, the, the better the, the APY or the better the return you actually get within that system. So liquid staking is about freeing up your capital to not only be able to secure the network and provide that um, validation of transactions and ordering and whatnot, but to also be able to use those funds in, in other places um, while that work is being done. So um, th thanks for explaining that. Uh, full disclosure, our, our teams have been working together um, for the last couple months to help build it. Um, so we're, um, our, our team consider it done is, is, is helping bring it, um, bring it live. Can you talk a little bit about, um, your, your launch date and, and why you're so excited about this particular launch inside the snowball community itself? Yes, absolutely. Well, we're particularly excited about this because when we engaged with consider it done after the proposal, um, it was really came out the fact of. Um, snowball and growing knew that we need to bring in additional partners to help bring to fruition the vision that, that, that we had. And that vision was that all the tools and assets that you see on Ethereum and other growing networks would be on, on Avalanche. And how and not only just bring a fork version, but an improved and innovation upon what they, they launched. And for us, we're excited because not only did we take the, the learnings from the other networks, but we also looked at what, were, what are the impacts, the economic impacts of the decisions that they were made, and what are the trade-offs in the different architectural um, aspects. And we saw that there was a path to create something that would eventually be extremely decentralized and accessible to the community that will allow validators to unify together and then uh, work together in ex expanding like on subnets that allow people who are on the C-chain to be able to delegate the, the, their, their funds at their will and kind of lock up at variable periods and provide accessibility to, to them to the network while still maintaining the support of, of the value of, of the, these tokens by actually making sure that they can be redeemed by the by the depositor um, at, at the end of their validation periods. Um, so yeah, um, I think I was, I think I, sometimes I start to talk and, and, and I, I lose my line. Uh, oh, when's your go live? Oh, <laughs> I go live right. <laughs> the, the, the go live the, the go live for us. Uh, we're looking at 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 late Q one, um, er, very very early Q two. Um, we we are currently under under audits. Uh, we are refining some aspects of, of our architecture and our launch, 
making sure that the, the, the front end is spiffy and, and ready for people to, to leverage. Um, and then we'll, we'll come online as soon as, as soon as we have been thoroughly tested, because we want to make sure that, that when we come, we come correct. Can you talk a little bit about how um, Snowball is involving um, its LP stakers and, and how XSnob is involved with Lava? Yes. Yes. One thing that um, most people don't realize is as Snowball has evolved, it's moved from being just an auto compounder to move, actually operating more as, as a venture studio. And what that means is that we are creating new protocols, new communities that represent the needs on Avalanche. However, to make it a, bit, a mutually beneficial relationship, Snowball actually receives an ownership stake or, or a distribution stake of, of the, those protocols. For liquid staking for Lava, well, we are currently at 20% of the tokens that are emitted will be distributed to Snowball, which would then be distributed to our, our XNOP holders based upon proposals. Um, for Axial, um, I believe it's 15% of all Axial tokens, which is a stable swap, have been um, di diverted to XNOP holders on, on a weekly basis. Um, and for other products that we adopt in the future, it's that same kind of um, expectation and structure. Um, we believe that Snowball in the generating and the making of these new um, systems, of supporting them, of branding them, um, is providing a valuable service that should be um, compensated and, and rewarded. And, and we design around mutually beneficial incentives. We believe that that's important um, at, at the individual level and at the organizational level. What's been the feedback from the voting proposals and the governance that's been um, proposed? How have the community been responding to that? Yes, the, the, the community loves the vision that Snowball has. Um, in reality, we have um, over 70% of all Snowballs um, are currently locked. Um, are, are inaccessible. 60% of them inside XNOB by people choosing to lock their snowballs for up to 1.5 years. And we just find that crazy. Like that's just an amazing amount of belief and trust that these um, various community members have that snowball is gonna be creating value that, that's gonna accrue um, and, and by the work that they're doing, by them voting, by them actively engaging in the community and helping build these things out, they are part of making Avalanche and Snowball better. Um, and then we have another 10% that's in our treasury that's, um, that's only accessible by proposals. So that's only like 30% of Snowballs are actually sitting out, out in the wild, which is just like, like we, only, we have 18 million Snowballs and 15 million of them are, are, are inaccessible because they are being um, looked forward to, to the future, to that growth. Um, so, though, so they've been really excited about these type of proposals that really are fundamentally important to ex expanding the, the scope of what Avalanche looks like and preparing for the incoming of newcomers. Um, there, while we have a lot of people inside cryptocurrency now, there's still an untapped markets, ex many untapped markets that we're looking to bring in. And that's what Snowball is just trying to position itself for. We're snowballing the, the te technologies with, with liquid staking, with, with stable swap, with, uh, with supporting algorithmic stable coins to position ourselves in a place where Avalanche Network and Snowball is the hub of, of DeFi. And can you go into a little bit about um, exact, where can someone go to see those stats that you just shared with us? 
Yeah, so um, some of those stats show up on our, our Discord, where we have a little bot that, that shows what the locking percentage is. You can also kind of um, extrapolate it from our website, snowball.network. When you go to, to staking, um, you can see that the total amount of snowballs that are staked and the amount of X knob. And if you just um, do a quick little math, you'll see what the percentage um, is. Um, our dashboard has some stats, but I don't believe it's, it's actually explicit right there for that piece of functionality. But we also, in regards to our proposals and to governance in general, what I think is interesting about Lava is that we're really trying to um, emphasize the, the need for governance and the need for community engagement. We've already started assembling validators um, together into a community to, to get their input about what should the expression of people who are using Lava for, for their validation look like? Like, what, what should that expression look like? Should we be should we be participating in the various functionality of, um, of being able to, to, to look at transaction help with liquidation of assets that might be underwater? Should we participate in, in helping to subnets expand and establish themselves? And then and how do we approach that? What is the way to make sure we have the critical mass of validators assembled to be able to support what's happening. So Lava is liquid staking, but it's also about how do we position this, this um, infrastructure to be better positioned for growth? And, and um, internally, our teams have been working to, um, to build in um, Aragon into the, the stack. Can you talk a little bit about why you chose that particular design principle? Yes, uh, one of the reasons that we uh, chose uh, the, the the Lido fork initially was because of the integration of, of, of Aragon, which provides the ability to integrate easily governance in, in, into the overall system. Um, we believe that at the end of the day, you need, need product and you need community. And, and Aragon provided a very robust tool for community governance around being able to um, provide multi-signature tra transactions, be able to do distribution of payments, be able to actually come to vote proposals and agreement within a, a well-understood template and interface. Um, so we really thought that would be, be valuable um, upon the, the, the launch of not just Lava, the LAVAX, which is the, the, the liquid AVAX token, but also Lava, which is the governance token for, for the expansion of kind of the, this uh, this network. So, so, so that was the... So you're launching two separate tokens. Can you go into why you decided to do that? Yes. Yeah, so we're launching two tokens because um, Lava, or the liquid staking protocol, is a separate entity and community from Snowball. Snowball did help, is helping to support launch it, but it, it is actually an independent um, experience, an independent token that would establish its own community and its own value um, based upon its, its utilization and people participating. So we believe that if that's gonna exist separately, then it needs its, its own governance token. It needs its own means for that community to be able to guide and dictate the direction that, that Lava goes. And then Lavox is the representational token for um, Avox that has been deposited. Um, so that one's based on basically a one-to-one -one value between Avox to, to, to Lavox. So that's where the two tokens come from. One is, is, is the representation of the deposits, and the other one is for the governance of the, the protocol in general. And, and what has um, the general feedback been from the community on, on how it's been proposed so far, let's say the Snowball community? They're very excited. Um, like they have been waiting patiently since June. Um, the reason that we've taken a little bit longer on this is because we believe that the design decision make should work towards maximizing the, the trustlessness and as many places as possible. 
um, that there are some technical considerations about the way that you export or that you move from the C chain to the P chain, the C chain being the Ethereum virtual machine that, that Avalanche uses and where the majority of the smart contracts are, and the P chain is where that consensus mechanism is. So that movement between this chain to the P chain is one that doesn't have an existing way of smart contracts communicating. So we've been spending that time researching and debating and analyzing the best mechanisms to be able to accomplish that, that to transition in a way where, um, where, where trust kit can be, be, be reduced. Um, and it does have to be one individual person using an EOA or external owned account signing off saying, okay, I'm Jamari, I'm gonna send, send this million dollars across the chain to somewhere, wherever I want to go, but in a way that's actually better scripted, better controlled, um, a little bit more uh, transparent. Um, we also have been embarking upon a path of even trying to make sure that we, we get integrated into the Avalanche Go node um, it's like uh, information that will allow us to be able to send smart contracts over. So we've been pursuing a few different routes to be able to really strengthen the, the network and make sure that these things can be done in the best way possible. So, and there's different trade-offs between every solution. So um, so we're, we're currently embarking on something that we feel meets uh, meets the, the best of as many worlds as possible. Um, can you, can you um, go into specifically why you chose um, the... Uh, the design um, uh, and and how you've proposed it to the the uh, the open source Avalanche Go package and how it relates to um, the movement between X and and P chain or excuse me C and P chain. Yes, so some of the things that we proposed um, inside of our um, our past engagement was was different ways of structuring the the, the multi signature um, aspect how, how to script those so that it's easier. To, um, to do multi-signature transactions on the P-chain. Um, we've also um, delved into actually updating the Avalanche Go so we can do what's called a pre-compile, which will allow us to be able to actually have a smart contract, transfer funds um, across from the, from the C-chain to the, the P-chain to consensus, um, and then kind of have more automated functions for, for delegating from there. Um, so we pursued like kind of both, both of those paths. Um, and then it's just really about us um, figuring out the way that makes the, the most sense with the way that the network is growing and the constant changes that are happening to improve the, the, the network. Um, because there's a diversity of awesome things continually happening that you kind of have to make sure that, that you, your go node is matching up with. So really trying to find out how we best, really we've been figuring out the best way to fit in to the existing workflow um, of the, the greater Avalanche network. The, the way that you've structured um, your liquid staking mechanism. Can you talk a little bit about how it differs um, from Banky? And is yes. there a, a continuous staking period in Lava? Yes, absolutely. So um, for Lava, we thought it was important that that our our, our, our design was robust, that allowed people to, um, to 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 come in and kind of choose and and have more um, control over what they're experiencing. With, with delegation or validating is. So what does that mean? That means for us, we felt like you should be able to, to delegate uh, potentially between the, 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 the two, two, two weeks to one year, or at least provide the ability to delegate between six months and, and a year, because locking funds is something that is, is a serious decision. However, liquid staking provides opportunity so for you to be able to leverage you, you, your, your funds while also participating in the, the network. So locking up to a year should actually be even more feasible for, for most people. But even if they decide that their, their risk, the decision-making says that that's not appropriate, we felt like it should be important to have some level of continuous 
some continuous ability to stake within different um, time periods with different validators. So instead of um, having to, to always return um, within some set period, like saying, um, okay, I, I'm going to stake this week and I have to come back in the next week or the two weeks to, to restake again or to withdraw the pieces that I want. We want to make it so that you can maximize your, your returns by having the, the longest period that you find feasible. And then when your period, when your staking period is up, you can come and, and redeem at, at that point because your redemption period is over. Um, we, be, we believe that that was actually more accessible and a, a little bit more robust of a solution. However, there were other ways that were doing to accomplish this. Binky actually chose one of those ways. Um, Binky has, um, has been a tremendous design engineering team and they decided to really focus on the ability to kind of create um, a level of predictability to it instead. Um, so you, the, you, you can stay for a 15 day period and then you, you have like a two day window where, where you can unstake. And, and if you don't unstake at that point, it will roll over and go into the, the, the next period. Um, th those are trade-offs, right? You're choosing between um, kind of this predictability um, and then maybe some lower rewards rate or something maybe with a higher reward rate um, where, where you're choosing from these diverse periods that um, that might be more reflective of, of your interests. And, and for us, one of the things that we want to do, um, not on our first iteration, but we've also talked about on-chain and off-chain notifications, because when your staking period is up, you should just be able to get a, a notification. That way, even if you don't have that same level of predictability, you know when you get to come, you, you'll, you'll get an email or a text message or a ping in, in, in your Discord. So these are the kind of things we're, we're thinking about. How do you make that experience improved and mitigate some, some of those trade-offs that you might be making um, for the sake of, uh, of kind of efficiency? So Snowball um, actually sponsored um, the Morales Hackathon to build on that off-chain notification system is what's the current status of that yes um actually we, we had um, some very strong submissions and there were two that that stood above um we will be announcing it soon who, who those, those winners are but they did some tremendous work and they really laid the foundation for i think um the technologies that we're going to be leveraging um, there's definitely been clear demonstration that providing off-chain or on-chain notifications from a platform and from an event smart contract level is, is viable, is feasible, and can, can be implemented at scale. Great. Um, let's go into, um, let me sort of pull up my questions here. Um, can you go into what you think uh, of the FAIR launch model and how that relates to the current um, governance sort of going on? Yes. So Fair launch, uh, so Snowball was launched from a fair launch perspective. Um, Axial as well. Um, Lava is is launching with with some initial founders who, who have invested a, a lot of time and resources into establishing it. Um, that is going to begin a, a distribution, but majority of it is going to be distributed out to people that are actively contributing to, to, to the network for, for, for from the beginning. Um, I think what I found is that with the fair launches, the the issue that, that you have is it provides everybody accessibility, but but the value that people actually adjust for for what, what they have um, sometimes registers a, a little bit less uh, unless you have um, a, a lot of, of hype generated. Because there's not a lot of fundamental analysis yet inside the cryptocurrency space around the assets that, that, that people hold, whether they're revenue generating, whether they're providing you utility, or if, if they're based on hopes and dreams, right? So, so, so fair launches tend to benefit more from 
leveraging people's hopes and dreams versus the, the fundamentals aspects of things. And then once you kind of establish and become more mature, uh, you actually reach a point where if, if, if you need to, to finance um, a, a new expansion of the, of the network or what you're trying to build based on your team, it becomes a little bit more difficult because you've launched these tokens in a way where it, it's distributed and you don't have necessarily the, the assets behind you unless you kind of generated them up front via some mechanism um, to actually um, support the, the, that, that expansion. So, so that, that, that can be limiting if you don't have the revenue being generated to support it, which thank God, um, lot, not a lot of the snowball has had so far, the revenue generation to be able to support its work. But to do larger expansions, it, it, it is looking for some a little more, for example. For, for Lava, um, it, it's going to be, be launching in a way that is, um, it, it is very targeted to, to the needs of making this particular protocol work. Um, the, the, the governance is, is going to be, be focused on, on just making sure everybody gets access, but making sure the right people can get access, making sure that validators are, are, are actively um, rewarded, making sure that people who are on the multi-sig and relayers are actively rewarded, making sure that the delegators are actively rewarded for participating in the various things that bring value to, to, to Lava, such as um, supporting uh, liquidity, such as um, leveraging strategies where where they might be integrated into um, an algorithmic stablecoin or, or, or moved across a bridge somewhere else to provide some activity. We want to really structure it where it's incentivizing the behaviors that are, are, are valuable for the long-term sustainability. And, and that's gonna take a little bit more upfront targeting, we believe. Are, are there um, specific um, fair launches that you built on or that you revised that you could point to? Uh, um, so, so Snowball was a fair launch. Um, Axio operated as, as a fair launch. Um, I believe Teddy um, was launched as a as as, as a fair launch. Uh, there was some Penguin was definitely operating as, as a fair launch approach. Um, it, it did have an allocation to people that was on other networks, which caused some exploitation. So you always have to decide how you're going to structure that. But um, it was a fair launch. Trader Joe as well. They had some allocation set aside for, for investors and whatnot. But but they didn't launch in a way that was about gaining liquidity and really distributing out to people in, in, in that way. There wasn't um, an excessive amount to, to set aside. And there's also this spectrum around, around what, what fair, fair launch means, right? So some people um, dictate fair, fair launch as as being one where there's no where, where there's no outside investors, no, no, no private sales. Other people say a fair launch is where all, all the tokens are directly distributed to, to, to users of the platform. Um, I, I believe that the terminology where you're kind of minimizing the outside investments and, and uh, ability for people to buy in early tends to be a better structure for the fair launch because we saw even even with yearn with with the launching without some allocation being set aside sufficiently for the development they had to go back and do a governance vote later to, to be able to get to, to mint new tokens which was like a, a crazy ordeal i believe so so really it's better to make sure you have your allocations earlier but that everybody comes in on the same playing field and that's what the fair launch approach i'm really talking about is um, I, I'd also, I wanted to go over the obvious here, which is the two of us are in um, corresponding shirts. Can, can you talk a little bit about um, your t-shirt? Oh yeah, no, this shirt says Satoshi is black. 
Um, we don't know what Satoshi was, the, the creator of Bitcoin, the, the mind and our minds behind that great work. But we also know that there, there are people of color in this space. There, there there's women in, in this space. There's um, there's a diversity of people who are creating the, these technologies and really kind of wearing these type of shirts to, to a reminder to think about the, the the hidden faces that are that are establishing and pushing forward. Um, this, this valuable work that's fundamentally changing the way people do business and operate in their lives. Um, so Satoshi introduced um, the ability for us to believe and know that we can choose elective governance systems, systems that reflect our, our, our interests. And then Ethereum and Avalanche is built upon that, that belief, that thought process, that we can have structures that, that align with our values, regardless of where we are. So. Um, so, so Satoshi is black. Satoshi is female. So, so, so Satoshi is is who you are. Um, so, this, this shirt is kind of a reminder of that, especially during Black History Month. Would you go into um, how your experiences at Howard um, have um, really influenced your work for uh, since then? Yeah. So, I mean, going to Howard University, which is in Washington, D.C., it is an HBCU, um, historically black college or university, um, back in, during the time where there was immense segregation and risk to going to, to school um, in, in integrated settings. There were schools that were set aside to make sure that um, people, people of color have the resources that, that they need to succeed and learn the, the trade skills that uh, would be beneficial to, to their communities and, and others. Um, and then as... Um, Institutions continued to grow and grow, and there was some um, disparities in communities. HBCUs have continued to, to serve in that role, despite they have the ability to have integrated schools. Um, these HBCUs have been able to to nurture um, the, the 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 brilliance and the potential in in the people around around the world globally, really. And and attending that had to give me opportunity to really have people in, invest in me, invest time in helping me and, and understand. Um, the way that the world works, the way different uh, the different powers interact with each other, but also recognize that the, the resources that that certain communities have is dramatically different. Because I went to Howard U University for for my undergrad and my MBA, went to Carnegie Mellon for for my PhD. Like the resources that I saw at, at these two different schools were dramatically different, right? So, but going to Howard allowed me to understand, um, and that's kind of where I, I am now. I'm always looking like, how do I take what we are given these little pieces, these opportunities, and create the most out of them. Um, that's really what I've kind of carried for from Howard is that even when you are given a little, people from my community have to know we can, we are capable, and we can create a lot. We can create world-altering um, solutions um, even when people don't expect it. And 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 that's what I've been doing on Avalanche. Uh, that's that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Um, um, I would love to understand a little bit about how you'd like listeners to get involved um, with all of the mechanisms and the both in the governance and staking. Where where's the best place for them to to join? Yes, there are there are two places you can come to. Right, if, especially if you're a validator, please um, join the, the the lava Discord. Um, I believe you can go to lavax.org and there will be a, a Discord invite button. Um, that one is 
it, it, it was a great, great place to come. If you're a validator, um, we're, we're building out, out that community so as we can expand expand that, that subnet space and really establish um, the, the, this first iteration of liquid staking. Um, if, if you're also just interested in, in a delegation or receiving lava tokens and uh, participating in, in the network for, from that direction and governance, I really express that you should check out Snowball. Um, so to kind of see what governance has, has looked like on, on Avalanche, to see the tools, and also because XDOP holders receive um, a, a distribution of, of the tokens from the things that, that we create. So XDOP holders benefit from Lava coming in, into being. So if you're interested in the Lava tokens and want to be connected with, with strong projects and see what's happening, I encourage you to check out Snowball and, and check out XNOB, um and get your stake on. Get your stake on. Get your stake on. Would you, do you want to, um, every, every month you guys hold snowball community discords and yes. usually you end it by singing, uh, do you, do you want, <laughs> do you want to sing this out? No, thank you. No, 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 no. thank you. I, I appreciate it. If, if you want to hear me sing, sing out, make sure you, you make the, the, the snowball community call. Like, <laughs> and, and when, when do those happen? Those happen, uh, 10 AM PST on Thursdays, yes, Thursdays, because I know it's on snow day. Because every Thursday is when our is when our distribution of tokens happen to, to snowball users for for the work that, that they've been contributing to establishing it. Uh, so so I know it's on Thursdays. I believe it's at 10 a.m. PST. But don't take my word for it. Check out, out the Discord or, or the Twitter. All right, great. When, when can we expect um, announcements about um, the liquid staking to happen? Where where, where should we follow? Yes, you can expect to hear um, some pretty significant information within in, in the next two weeks. Um, we tend to communicate via uh, Twitter, um, and, and that will be amplified by, by me, by Snowball, probably by the entire Snowball ecosystem because of how much impact liquid staking is going to have um, throughout and does have throughout the ecosystem. Uh, so within the next two weeks, please look out for that, um, or, or, or even sooner. Keep, uh, keep your eyes on, on the swivel, as they say. Eyes or neck on the swivel. Head on the swivel. There you go. There it is. Keep your head on the swivel. <laughs> well, uh, that's that's great. Thank you for your time. I'd love to host a, a Twitter AMA so we can get some some feedback and some questions answered as well. Let, let's see if we can follow that up. Yeah, that'll be bodacious. All right. Well, listen, Jamari, I, I appreciate your time and I, I appreciate your insight and and sharing your experiences um, as a developer. Um, uh, and and we appreciate your time. No, I, I thank you for your time. I appreciate this opportunity to, to, to be able to speak with you. It, it's always a joy for those who are listening. Hopefully you were engaged and enjoy and learn something new and you check us out.